Hello, lovers. Welcome to the first episode of the segment, Drugs. How to have a good time and not die. There's a lot of drugs out in the world. In this segment, we're going to talk recreational drugs. Because let's be real, they're not going away. We're going to focus on figuring out which ones are safe and fun, which ones ruin lives, and the ones in between. And most importantly, how to avoid death. The first drug we're going to talk about is a fan favorite. Step right up, Molly. Commonly known as ecstasy, back in the day of old school ravers. But Molly, as the kids say these days, is a psychoactive drug primarily used for recreational purposes. The desired effects include altered and increased sensations, energy, and empathy, as well as pleasure. Molly is the love drug. Molly tells your brain to produce a fuck ton of three chemicals immediately. These are your happy juices, if you will. Serotonin is the juice that pumps through you when you feel in love. These juices are additionally all of your senses. Everything looks really fucking cool. Everything sounds and feels amazing. Everything smells amazing and your taste buds are on crack. Speaking of crack, similar to crack, Molly is a stimulant. That's an upper. Do not mistake that methamphetamine is in the name, which brings me to the danger of this drug. Ways to die on Molly. Molly ranks danger up to a high level 10 because it can inadvertently lead to death. Here's how. Number one, impurity. The majority of Molly, and most drugs in general, it is not just Molly. It's not pure. There's a lot of drug dealers out there that are garbage humans. In order to make a profit, they put some Molly in there and then they add something else to dilute it. Usually a stimulant, less commonly an opiate. So a lot of the time, it's a mystery drug cocktail. A lot of these drugs are research chemicals. It's those research chemicals that can kill you, in addition to make you feel all kinds of other shitty things. Drugs are distributed through a food chain of dealers just like anything else. So while you trust your buddy who swears his molly is pure and a good time, unless you test your drugs yourself, there is no way of knowing what the fuck you are taking. Which brings me to the moral of the story. Test your drugs always. There are test kits on the interweb that are pretty fucking cheap that come with a chemical to test your drugs. Some even come with a fun little color wheel that will tell you what kind of drugs you have based on the color it turned. Number two, overdosage. Another reason Molly's danger level ranks so high is because of how common overdosage happens. People take too much. In general, if you take too much of any drug, you're gonna have a bad time. A lot of people exhibit a problem with being unable to not take substance in excess. And let's be real, we're all a bunch of enabling assholes. General rule of drug use, don't go all the way down the rabbit hole without a rope. Ways to have a bad time on Molly. The more shitty stuff in your Molly, the worse the shitty symptoms are. Fucking sucking through three watermelon blow pops in an hour and a half 
is in fact how you give yourself lockjaw. And then you eat through a straw for a week. As it turns out. The heightened sense of taste combined with a stimulant and you can't stop sucking on your lips for the life of you. In order to minimize the damage of oral fixation, try to evenly drink water, chew some gum, talk, and in general stretch it out, and always have chapstick, which will also feel great. Always avoid repetitive movements. Stretching is one of the best damn sensations on Molly and in general. So take the time to stretch to avoid injury. Opposite of that, if you have an injury already, be careful. You literally feel no pain when you're on Molly, so you will not feel when you have started to stress and aggravate an injury. If you are already injured, practice stretches you know and are familiar with and try to be conscious of it. It is not uncommon to wake up the next day and feel like you got in a fight while running a marathon. Be aware that you cannot feel pain. Another way you can have a bad time, if you are feeling like shit already emotionally. If your boyfriend broke up with you, you lost a job or some deeply troubling thing happened. Molly can go either way. You can have a positive experience and you can bring yourself out of that hole into a better peace of mind. Molly was created to aid couples therapy originally because of its increased effects of empathy. However, the other side of the coin is that you can get incredibly depressed and start crying all over the place. You will have all the serotonin and then you will crash and 180 and be super depressed and have none. This is a rough foundation for bipolar disorder, having a ton of happy juice and then suddenly none. This emotional response is most commonly triggered when people drink on Molly. This is because alcohol does not make you feel better emotionally as a depressant. Alcohol can feel good when in a positive state of mind, but if you're sad, it can make you feel like garbage. But we'll talk alcohol another day. Long-term dangers. You can really fuck up your life doing too much Molly. Let's review what we just covered. If you ask your brain to produce a fuck ton of happy juice regularly, short-term response to that is that you will feel depressed the week after a weekend at a festival where you rolled the whole time. Do not forget the 5-HTP to avoid this. Frequent long-term use can lead to your brain losing the ability to produce its own serotonin over time. Therefore, you can develop an emotional dependence on the drug and a mental health condition. Talk to any hardcore raver from the 90s, they'll tell you. You can also do some real physical damage while you're rolling because again, you don't feel pain. A lot of people like to fuck on Molly for obvious reasons. Be weary of having sex on Molly too frequently. Having sex when your senses are this stimulated regularly can permanently impact your ability to orgasm sober. Another fun fact I learned from hardcore ravers in the 90s. Do not play with this tempting fire too regularly. As I like to say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. In summary, 
Toying with the love drug is always something to take caution with. It is a short-term euphoria. Do not be deceived into thinking you can make it reality. So, how to have a good time and not die. Test your drugs and make sure you're taking the right dose of the right drug. Make sure you're with the right people in the right environment and pay attention to your physical body. So, listen to some music, dance your heart out, give lots of rubbings and cuddle puddles, and see all the beauty in the world. So long as you follow these guidelines, you should have a pretty swell time with minimal repercussions. And moral of the story, always, 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 always test your drugs. Good night, lovers.